Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. Winnipeg Sports on the docket today. Like the Gold Eyes, who announced their plans for a full 2021 season with games at Shaw Park. We'll talk to their GM, Andrew Collier, about their optimism for this summer. And also check in with the GM of the Blue Bombers, Kyle Walters, as CFL free agency is set to open, but the Bombers don't have many plans. That's all on the podcast. Right now, we want to check in on the American Association and the Winnipeg Gold Eyes, because today... The league announced it was going to prepare for a pretty normal 2021 season, much like we've seen the CFL already put out the schedule, knock on wood, hope everything's going to turn out. We're going to now check in with the Gold Eyes on their plans for the upcoming season. Andrew Collier is the general manager of the Gold Eyes and joins us now on the show. Andrew, thanks for this, and uh, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, Christian. Good to talk to you. I'm sure this is uh, one of the more rosy days you've had in a while. Yeah, for sure. Always, it's always good when you see a, a schedule for the upcoming season, but uh, especially this year, seeing a schedule, I think, uh, for me anyway, gives me uh, some optimism and, and some hope for the for the future and hope for the summer. For those who may not remember or forgot or whatever the reason is, the Gold Eyes did not play one game in Winnipeg in 2020. There was a shortened schedule. They played all their games in the U.S. because the border was closed. And so the hope, Andrew, this year is that you will be able to play games in Winnipeg at Shaw Park? Well, that's the hope. We think the way things are trending, um, both in Canada and some parts of the U.S., and with the vaccine being rolled out, that... uh, yeah, we're hoping that we'll be able to play some home games at Shaw Park. And I know you you were on last summer, well, ahead of the season even happening, when we didn't know yet if you would be able to play or not be able to play in Winnipeg. You had a COVID plan to let some people in the stands safely. Is that something that you've rolled over to this year? Yeah, I think we've got a number of things that are going for us. A, we play in an out, outdoor venue outside um, B, we had a plan last summer that we actually used to, in a, on a smaller scale, to host some baseball Manitoba games. We had upwards of two, 250 people at our games, well spaced out, and, and we were able to run some concessions and have people on the concourse and use washrooms and sit in the stands all in a, a very safe manner, and we think we can adapt that plan to have... Uh, well, as many as the province will let us have um, in uh, in a safe way. And the, the third thing is our league operated in the U.S. last summer, and it was done very safely, not just for the players and staff, but for the fans as well. It, uh, I think we had one postponed game all summer because of COVID, and I think that's a testament to the to the front office staffs down there that were dedicated to make this happen. And number one, it's up to the players. that If they want to keep playing, then they need to keep themselves healthy and, and out of situations where they put uh, put themselves at risk of getting COVID. And our players and players across the league did that very well last summer. And ultimately the biggest thing, is the border right that's that's kind of the the number one thing and it's something that has to be a little bit anxious for you because you literally have no control over that 
Well, that's uh, 100% true. We have no control over it, but we're we're certainly hoping that uh, that we can get to a point where uh, either our the the players in the league are are allowed to cross the border safely because of either negative tests or perhaps by May June the uh, the vaccine's been rolled out enough that uh, that the players will have been vaccinated, but. It's a few months away, and we're just uh, trying to remain optimistic. And we need to plan for the season because it's not something that you can just decide. Tomorrow we're going to have fans. Tomorrow we're going to have games. You need to you need to plan for this, and and we're really hoping that it comes to fruition. Prepare as if everything can happen as you hope, but at the same time, having contingency plans. I would imagine, in case the best case scenario doesn't come through. For sure, you gotta you gotta plan for uh, for everything, and and we certainly do have have lots of different plans. But plan A is to to go with the schedule that was released today, and and uh, yeah, keep keep planning for that until the plan needs to change. So the league looks uh, a little different this year, just because of some uh, a new member, that's the Kane County Cougars, who are kind of in a suburb of Chicago, and then you've got the Kansas City T-Bones being rebranded as the Monarchs, and a team from Houston is now joining too, right? Yeah, so with the the shuffle that went on in minor league baseball, I think they dropped 40 teams um, and picked up some. St. Paul Saints left our league and are now the AAA affiliate of the, affiliate of the Minnesota Twins, our team in in uh, Texas also left, so that left us with 10 teams. To run a baseball league, you have to have an even number of teams. We were lucky enough to uh, to get Kane County. They were one of the minor league teams that was left out of the uh, of what minor league baseball was trying to do with their contraction. So very happy to have them join our league. They're a very very strong team and good ownership. So we had 11 teams. We needed a 12th team. Uh, the the Houston Apollos will be a traveling team. Uh, they won't have a home ballpark, so to speak. So every every team in the uh, in the league will pick up some extra home games. So instead of our 50 50 home games, we'll have 53 regular season home games this year. And I'm sure in your time with the Gold Eyes people familiar with minor league sports know that there is turnover in leagues teams don't last forever yeah for sure it was uh it was kind of sad to see st paul st paul go they're uh they're one of the pioneers of independent baseball and they've done so well over the years and even back to their their days playing at midway midway stadium and then they built the beautiful chs field and and then Major League Baseball came came calling, and with the with the Twins just uh, 20 minutes or so away from there, it just makes so much sense for the Twins to have their AAA affiliate right there, and especially with such a strong franchise as the Saints. Um, so, yeah, sad to see them go, but uh, as you say, in uh, in minor league sports, you see uh, you see change just about every year. But in a lot of cases, it's teams folding. This is a success story for the St. Paul Saints. It's a real testament to the strength of that 
organization does the American Association wear it as a badge of honor that the St. Paul Saints are now a Triple A baseball club? I would think so. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to to see them become a Triple A affiliate. It's going to be it's going to be different for their fans though. Independent baseball and and affiliated minor league baseball are completely different whereas affiliated baseball it's all about development so you might uh you're going to see some really good players but the number one goal of affiliate baseball is to develop guys so they become better players and eventually appear on a major league roster whereas independent baseball every night every inning every game is all about winning it's not about pitch count it's not about uh how many innings guys are allowed to hit or where guys hit in the lineup. It's all about winning. So it, it it's going to be different for the Saints. I'm sure they'll continue to put on the great show that they always have. It'll just be a little bit different. So between now and what we hope is opening day in May, what's on your plate? Uh, you know what? We, Rick continues to sign players and, and build the roster and I do all the things that that I need to to do regarding those players, make sure they they have somewhere to live when they get here, work on immigration and travel and making sure the uh team's outfitted with bats and all the all the minutia of of what goes on to to have a professional baseball team, but uh it's certainly certainly more encouraging now than it was in in no November, December, when our case counts were high and U.S. counts are going through the roof, it, uh, it, it's a lot more enjoyable going to work uh, these days than uh, a couple months ago. Well, let's hope we're able to ride that wave of optimism and you are able to have 53 games at Shaw Park between May and September. That would be awesome. Look forward to getting to the ballpark once it's safe to do so. Andrew, appreciate your time tonight and good luck. Well, it'd be great to see you in the press box this summer, Christian. Take care. And today we heard from Kyle Walters, GM of the Blue Bombers, was asked point blank, you got any money left? Um, no, it's going to be pretty quiet for sure for us tomorrow. There you go. They're going to be quiet. And we often hear, going into free agency, we've heard this before from Kyle Walters, being in a situation where you don't need to rely on free agency is a nice spot to be in. You're a really good team. You've got a lot of good players. You've re-signed them, and therefore you're not really looking for anything in free agency. You're pretty confident in what you have. Is this an ideal spot to be in when you've got pretty much everyone signed? Obviously, a little bit different with with the year that's just happened, and, and the you know the the amount of money we're uh, we're permitted to spend is lower, but. Um, so, you know, when that factor in, factor that into everything as well, then certainly it'll be a quiet day. But yeah, this is something when in years past where, you know, for agency would be a, you know, we'd, we'd be in my office and, uh, you know, working the phones and, and you'd have two or three phones on the go and trying to find guys and, and following along and, and, and trying to fill the holes in your roster and, and spending and, and adding and doing all that sort of stuff. And, you know, with each year that's gone by, you've, we've, we've gone, gotten a little bit less active, you know, through free agency, just kind of adding a piece here or there. And as I said, this, this offseason, we, we had really focused on trying to bring the main core back that, that, that won. And, uh, once we were able to do that, there's not a lot of money left 
to be spending. But we'll take a look and see if there's any names out there that, that we want to add for some competition or, or some value. So, you know, we might kick the tires on a few guys, but there will be no, you know, big, big splash, I, I can't imagine. And uh, sorry about the beep there. This was on a conference call, so that's what happens when people call in late to the conference call. It ruins the recording for us people on radio. So if they don't do anything tomorrow, are they comfortable going into training camp with who they've got? There's a long time between now and then, so there'll be uh, there's there's always you know if there's some some depth, there's some holes to be filled from a competition standpoint <laughs> that can be addressed. I mean, uh, uh, the global draft is is coming up in in April, and and there will be a you know it's a as I said when we were getting ready for this last year, there'll be a strong a strong crew. It's going to look different in regards to the. Uh, the contributions of the globals. I think you're going to see much more uh, Theodric Hansen type contributions around the league, and, and I anticipate us uh, adding another uh, uh, piece of the puzzle in the global draft to help the roster, and then uh, and then the Canadian draft, where you know we've had the, the, the players from last year, and we'll add another group this year. So um, you know we'll be able to we'll be able to add depth between now and training camp through through maybe some value and free agency, but in the global end. Uh, Canadian draft. He also talked about the work that's been done over the past six, seven, even eight weeks, getting so many people re-signed that's led to this point where they're going to be super quiet. I think we accomplished what we set out for and heading, you know, heading into this next year with the uncertainty of, of everything. I mean, we're, we're prepping for training camp to start as usual. Uh, I think the reality is we'll, um, you know, we'll wait and hear confirmation of exactly timelines and dates and, uh, you know, the, the structure of a training camp with how all that's going to look. And, and, you know, we decided as a group that it certainly behooves us this year more than any to, to have a veteran group back and, you know, in case, you know, things are limited or, or any of the, any of the parameters that might be set upon us will, it was very critical to us to bring back this course so we could hit the ground running. And, and we were able to do that for the most part. And um, through through the work of, uh, you know, Ted, Danny, myself, Mike, coaches, calling players, and more importantly, the players all buying in and wanting to come back. So, you know, we're, 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 we're I, I don't know that proud is the word, but we certainly accomplished what we set out to do in regards to uh, bringing back the core group. Does he expect tomorrow to be, very quiet across the whole league because of the current financial situation. I, I think you'll see the teams that, you know, and I can speak from it because back then we were a team that wasn't did, didn't have the win loss record that we want. Yeah. So obviously there's a few more changes, but you've seen a lot of changes from from teams already. I think that um, that have you know Toronto's done a lot of work and, and brought some guys in, and I think you'll see some of the teams that that didn't have the records they want be a little bit more active. I think you'll see the teams that. Um, were comfortable where they, where they were playing, trying to bring back the core, which is no different than any other year. And that's, as I said, the good thing in the CFL, you know, we talk about the one year contracts and, and it can be frustrating at times. But if you're a, if you're a team that, that kind of, that, that needs to flip your roster and make changes and get competitive, you know, you, you can do that in the CFL yeah. pretty, pretty quickly from year to year. So one of the names on the short list of Bombers pending free agents is Justin Medlock. And today, Walters gave an update on the kicker's future. Justin's working full time and just hasn't ready to committed to anything for 2021. So, and to your point, yes, it's been um, it's been nice to just a, a nice luxury for us to have arguably the best kicker in the history of the CFL. Just put his name in there and not have to worry about it. But uh, we knew at some point, you know, there, you know, we we talk every every year 
okay, what's what's the plan if, if, if Justin decides to retire this year? And, um, you know, we, we've we've obviously talked it through, and we'll, we'll see. You know, we drafted drafted the young the young kid from Western last year who had a very successful university career to come in and, and you know, be groomed by Justin was, was a, the plan for, for this. Now, we didn't get a you know, didn't get a chance, but you know he'll be given an opportunity, and um, you know we'll, we'll, there's still good American kickers down there that can do all do them all. And, and you know the global the global draft is is filled with uh, Australian kickers that are that are solid players as well. So with most of their money tied up already, there is great importance on finding young guys that can play, whether it's in the draft or in free agency, because generally they're less expensive than veterans are. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, it's it's the CFL, and and you know, with a, with a reduced cap, and and um, you know, te- we scout for a reason, we draft for a reason, and and yeah, you, you're going to have to you're going to have to have some competition with young guys, and you're going to have to have some hold with young guys, and it, it's no different for every team every year. That you, yeah, you 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 bring these players to training camp to compete, and you know, there has to be an opportunity. To, for them to win jobs, it's, it's, it's very difficult. Um, it's very difficult for a, a rookie Canadian or American to come in and, and take a uh, take a job away from an established uh, American player. That's just the way it is. And, and coaches like you know what they know. That's just a, a fact of, of all sporting sports, I believe. But um, w- which means you have to have some spots on your roster open to to have some players. And come in and compete and potentially win jobs, and um, you know we're no different. You know we'll uh, we, every year you bring in a, a bunch of receivers and a, a bunch of DBs, and, and we generally find one one or two that that have have an impact and make our team. Um, you like to find some linebackers, defensive ends. The defensive ends are always you know always at a premium to try to find the next pass rusher, and you try to get some of your linebackers uh, creating a, a potential DI spot. Same within the secondary at the I spot to, to maybe get some of the young guys on the field, get their feet wet running around. So this year's no different than that. So looking at the other of the Bombers pending free agents, Lucky Whitehead is a name on that list. Yeah, I think Lucky's going to, you know, Lucky's going to explore for agency up here. You know, I don't, uh, I don't think anything came came through from an NFL standpoint, but you know, Lucky wants a chance to to get out there and play, and and you know, I. I I understand the players on your roster that that weren't starters last year, um, and when everybody back, everybody was back. Just to my 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 prior point, when when you bring back most of the roster and guys who who weren't starting or, or weren't dressing, um, you know, I, I I completely understand them and their agents' mindset to to go explore other options that might you know might be better for them or a better opportunity to get on the field and, and that's exactly lucky and you know i think daniel peterman as well as you know that that's that's in their mindset and i certainly don't blame them for that yeah whitehead was in the lineup then he got outplayed and didn't get a spot anymore he was a healthy scratch for most of the stretch run last year so that's whitehead lucky whitehead justin medlock daniel peterman there's a lot of special teamers as well, like Maxime Latour, Thomas Miles, John Rush, and Walters talked about how some of their remaining free agents are Canadian special teamers, and will they not look to bring them back just because there's going to be two draft classes coming in, and that's a spot where you often put special teams is rookies coming in? 
but, you know, we, we brought back the, the core of our, our lead, you know, Mike, obviously Miller is an important one and Shane and Jesse are all back, which are, uh, which are huge for us. But yeah, Thomas and, and, and Kerf are unsigned. And, um, I know Thomas was weighing his options. Uh, he's deciding, you know, if he wants to move on from football into a career, he's a, he's a real sharp, sharp young man. And uh, he's got a bright future after football and, and Kerf's just deciding he's, you know, he's got a baby on the way and, and, you know, Staying close to to home in, in, in Montreal is an option in the different here. So, um, but it does, you know, to, to your point with with a group of um, with the group of uh, Canadians last year and and another group coming in this year, uh, and and as my prior point of there has to be some job to be won that. Um, you know, you have to give an opportunity for them, some of these young guys, to get their feet wet on the field, and that that might be the case for some of these guys. And uh, it's a good way from to, to get going on the, from a special team standpoint. Yeah, I forgot to mention Carvalho Exume as well as part of that picture. So we've got 2021 around the corner. We hope there is a season to be had. And Walters, one last note on what he's told players about the future. I just followed directive from above and all I know is prep for a regular season training camp and, and go from there. So, uh, which is the message Pre- prepare as if any other off season and, 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 you know, train and work. And we've got, a, we've got Alan Braden, you know, making sure they're staying on top of these guys. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting to be talking about football and, and as tough as the contract negotiations were, it was at least nice to be working towards putting a roster together. It's nice to be working towards, a global draft and a Canadian draft, and it's just uh, the message has been, hey, let's just keep moving as as full speed ahead as if it was a normal off season. Because we don't know any different, and and you know we'll we'll handle any sort of curveballs that come our way. But until until we get some confirmation on any anything, let's just proceed as normal. Winnipeg Blue Bombers general manager Kyle Walters. If there is a signing of no, of course you'll hear about it right here on 680 CJOB, your home of the Blue Bombers. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this Try to warn you of the deal. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your distance.